This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody out there on the internet. This is Dan Selke of WinterIsComing.net. Here with me at JohnsonOfFanCenter.com. This is Take the Black Live, the show where we talk about all the Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, fantasy, sci-fi news, and my God, Mia, I'm excited. There was a lot this week. There was week. an explosion of news. We are back live. Yeah. Hey, everyone, says Julia. Who's excited? Me. I am excited, too, Julia. I really am. And Kathleen Morris Wall says, hey, from very rainy North Carolina, it is rainy here as well. But seriously, yeah. this was an insane couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> and funny enough, it's like everything kind of broke like Tuesday-ish. And Tuesday was my day off. So it's like... At the Obama summit? <laughs> yeah, I went to the Obama summit. So I took a day off to see the Obamas and all of a sudden Game of Thrones and HBO <laughs> thinks that they can just like sneak in all that news while I'm not looking. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it was nuts. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be calm. Yes. We're going to go through it bit by bit and give our thoughts. Yes. So, and by the way, okay, well, let's just say what happened. Okay. The mm-hmm. first big yeah. thing that came on, I believe it was Monday was they did announce and Hey Terry that the blood moon, which might be what it's called. We'll never know now. Um, the Game of Thrones prequel series set thousands of years before the main mm-hmm. show is, well, not canceled. Cause they're not going to pick it up. Yeah. This was going to be a show set during the Age of Heroes starring Naomi Watts as a socialite somehow in caveman times. I don't know. Um, and it would have told the story about how the White Walkers first invaded um, Westeros. Yeah. So, okay. So you were off, but... I mean, when I heard this, it, it was a rough day because it was coming like, you heard that, you heard Dave Benning and Dan, Dan Weiss are, are no longer doing uh, Star Wars, and it was like it was like a dark day for like Game of Thrones fans <laughs> all around. It was like a shadow cast on the fandom. Oh. I, I was trying to think of calling it like, should I, can, I call, can I call this like the Grey Wedding or something? The Grey you know? Wedding? I never quite got there. Yeah, maybe. It didn't work. Yeah, it, okay, it, okay, it, it okay, wasn't okay. working. Maybe it came up with something. And Julie says, hi, banners. It's very true. Oh, yes. They're got, back. Got my Lannister people Lannister behind me. Lannister banner. Lannister forever. <laughs> so that happened. And let's take a moment to, to mourn that. I'm not sure. Like, were you invested at all in seeing a Naomi Watts starring kind of sprawling epic of a prehistoric Game of Thrones prequel series? Uh, Okay. This one. So I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm doing a lot of catch up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. So, this one was the one about... Oh my gosh! Why am I, why am I drawing a blank? Who was it about? Or what? I mean, group we, of- we, 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 
We don't really know. Okay, so you... We wouldn't know the characters. Okay. We just knew, you know, giant, big ensemble cast, quite a big, large yeah. cast. And I mean, they, they, they never got to the point where we were going to learn who they were. I see. It was going to be, basically, from what I could tell, kind of like Game of Thrones, where characters like spread across different continents. Okay. And the White Walker is going to be kind of in the background looming. The okay. wall is not built yet. And okay. the story is they come in and, you know, screw shit up. Oh, I, I shouldn't have said that. Um... You know, it looked interesting. And uh, I mean, if they hadn't, they knew people were going to be upset. I mean, obviously they knew because later that day, Uh (laughs) they come back (laughs) with, no, 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 it's fine. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. We're in a new series. It's about Targaryens. Targaryens. Yeah. It's called House of the Dragon. Yeah. Which someone on Twitter pointed out kind of sounds like a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. Don't. (laughs) Don't put in any orders. It's not real. It might be real, actually. It, uh, probably in some place in Florida, I'm sure. <laughs> and not only did they order this, mm-hmm. they've or- they're not making a pilot. They've ordered it two series. Mm-hmm. They have ordered 10 episodes straight up. Wow. Like, we're not going to have to wait to see if they're going to, if they're going to, you know, yeah, like go with it. it. They're, they're yeah. already on board. They are on okay, so, board. Okay. So now that I'm caught up, I get it. And, you know, with the prequel, I feel like that one was something that I was on board for. Only just because I'm, like, a big kind of, like, lore person. Mm -hmm. And whenever there's the chance to learn more about, like, something in the past, something that's happened in that, like, fantasy world, I kind of love it. I love world building and all that. So, I don't know. I guess the fact that Game of Thrones is already kind of, like, an ancient sort of Mm back-in-time Yeah, place. Medieval times. The fact that you take it back even further is like, how can you do that? <laughs> but I mean, I mean, and this the the House of the Dragon is three hundred years before the main series. It is right. back. It's just right. the other one was thousands of years back. Right. Like this one will have a lot more things. Where from, like the first one wouldn't have had King's Landing or the Iron Throne. Wouldn't have had mm-hmm. dragons. Wouldn't have had the Wall. Like this one will have all of those things. Okay, so it would have been a little bit. It's it's kind of the safer choice, right? But look, I'm going to tell you, like, so what we know is the show is about the dance of the dragons, which is in. I'm going to go ahead and say definitely the most interesting part of George R. R. Martin's kind of prehistory lore. Bit. Oh, cool! It's just um, it's just a good story. It's about a Targaryen civil war about like 150 years ago mm-hmm. where I, I think I told you about it on a, on I a feel like we have. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this sounds very familiar. The basic plot is there's a King. He has a daughter, mm-hmm. um, Rhaenyra Targaryen, um, who he kind of raises to be his heir to take the throne. Yeah. Um, her mother is out of the picture. Somehow she dies and the King remarries to another person mm-hmm. who has a son and then he grows up, even though he's younger. And then the king dies, and it's like and so who it's gets the throne—the daughter right. who's the firstborn, or the son who's the secondborn right. to a different mother. And there's—that's the basics, and just basically that falls in war. There are tons of interesting characters, mm-hmm. lots of different moving parts. Um, It's—it could be really, really good. I, oh yeah, I definitely believe it. And like you said, it's a safe choice because it's familiar. Yes, you have dragons, um, you have everything. Yeah, like with the other show, I can see it being <laughs> like people just being like, WTF is this? And like, if it doesn't stick, 
it you know it it probably would have been a failure and i what, what was it that there it was like troubled production or something like that well yeah or, i'm also the by the way julie says i can't wait to hear some casting news hurry up dan what's keeping you you're sleeping <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm not i will get right on it Na- oh naomi watts for anyone <laughs> i'm sure i am upset that naomi because i mean like i love naomi watts yeah. i am upset I, I honestly do. Like yeah. I've since Mulholland Drive, I've been like a giant fan oh, of hers. Gosh. You ever see that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think yeah, I love that movie. I think it's she's been really, a really while, good. but but I believe yeah. I am upset that she's not going to get a starring role in Game yeah. of Thrones prequel. But I mean, like she has blonde hair. Make her a Targaryen. I think that's an easy switch. It's an easy fix. And again, there's there are a lot of good characters in this tale. Like Rhaenyra is a great character. Uh-huh. Aegon, the person she's fighting. Aegon's mother, Alicent Hightower, is kind of like the schemer who wants to put her son on the throne. Ooh. She's great. The father's great. There's one great, I can already tell it's going to be great, but a girl. So later in the war, like they're all fighting on their dragons. Okay. And they have like more dragons than they have riders. So they have to like draft people to like just like normies to try and ride them. <laughs> And most of them get eaten, but there's one girl named Nettles, like a commoner who learns yeah. to tame a dragon and like feeds it and becomes friends with it. Like that could be a good story right there. There's a lot of little good stories in this bigger conflict. Yeah. That just, yeah. it could be really good TV if they do yeah. it right. I'm getting like some Shakespeare vibes. Oh, and some, like, absolutely. How to train your dragon like that. With just, but a lot more people get eaten and die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a spoiler to tell you that, yeah, it's a lot of blood. A lot of people die. Yeah. I mean, and we already do know That's, the end. That's yeah. one thing. Like, it, it's not like Game of Thrones where, like, the book is not technically written, but mm-hmm. the history is set. Right. But, I mean, like, the Red Wedding was already written down. By the time that came along, people were still shocked to see that. Yeah, exactly. Oberyn's eyes were already gouged out. People were shocked to see that. <laughs> Tywin died in the toilet. People were shocked to see that. Yeah. I think we've proven that it doesn't really matter if you know as long as it, it's good. Right, as long as it shows. So, yeah, this one will be... I mean, I have faith in it. Ten episodes coming soon. <laughs> I mean, in 2021. Chandra asked a really good question, though, because this has come up. Um, Really sad we're going to miss out on a very diverse cast. Do you think there's space for that Targaryen-based prequel? Reading my mind, you know what? I was just thinking about that because we were joking about... Uh, if we, if, you know, when they're doing this, all they need is one blonde wig and they can just pass it around between people. The Twitter takes have been (laughs) terrific. There's one that was like, not ready for a Targaryen show where there's one wig they pass along among the men. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like Game of Thrones has come under fire, you know, Mm -hmm. for lack of better words for, you know, not being like the most diverse show on television. And especially now, just focusing on the Targaryens, it's like they're really gonna lose the opera. I mean, it's it's gonna be blonde-haired white. Yeah, people. it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of blonde-haired white people. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's not. There are other characters like House yeah. Stark is involved. Yeah. Net, net, the girl I just told you about, Nettles, the one who chains the dragon. Mm-hmm. She is a a black woman. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, there will be some, but yes, it's unless they just cast people of color. Yeah. Which I mean, honestly. I wouldn't be mad if they just did. Yeah, yeah. That's a question I was wondering. Like, if they're going to set it in the recent Ispash, mm-hmm. do they have an obligation to just make it consistent with Game of Thrones? Or can they just, like, like I don't know. Like, if they have an idea for a different-looking Iron Throne, just make it. Yeah. Or a different-looking whatever, just do it. I mean, it's not like we're actually going to get to meet the characters we already know. No one's alive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would like to see some creative liberties. Uh, 
Like, there will be that, well, I guess it's not really nostalgia since the show just ended, so <laughs> that's not necessarily a factor, but I think it's... More like fam- momentum keeping momentum, going. Momentum, familiarity, but at the same time, with something as grounded as, like, the Targaryens, I think they do kind of have the the ability to play around and, and change some stuff, be fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> That was my intention, Chandra. I am said that we're going to miss Naomi Watts and a, and a more diverse cast because the cast for Lublin was quite diverse. They had a lot of different kind of people. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I do love this story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do think it's really, really juicy. <laughs> I think they could be, and you're right, but there's not yeah. a lot of diverse people. There are a lot of men and women. Yeah. Like, that won't be a problem. We'll see because, of, I mean, it... I'm, well, I, I don't know the story, so it won't just all be, like you said, Targaryen's talking about No, there are... I mean, again, it will be probably mostly white people. Right. I mean, it's Westeros. Right. Like, there's the Lord Commander of the King's Guard named Kristen Cole. <laughs> gets into, like, a king-making kind of thing. Okay. There's a Stark who comes down at the end and, like, mm-hmm. takes over for a while. They do a whole thing. I do love the story of Nettles. She also ends up sleeping. Like, she has an affair with the... Rhaenyra's husband and she lives and, and gets away in her dragon in the end Ooh, which is good scandal. there's sex there's violence <laughs> there is like you know mother daughter uh, parent child conflicts there's brother sisters fighting each other and killing each other yeah it's like what more do you need <laughs> and purple eyes says Julie in the books Targaryens have purple eyes they nixed oh, that on the show because they yeah. did try it little fun fact but like the the contacts they made him wear were like such a weird distraction and making him like I can't see where I'm going. Oh no! So they're like okay, maybe we lose the purple contacts. <laughs> oh no! Well, but now, yeah, why not? Yeah, play around. We with can try it. it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Just do like a face app in post production. Change the eyes. They'll be fine. Yeah. As for the first show, yeah, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened with Blood Moon or the Long Night or whatever. Yeah. Um. The best report I've gotten was from Michael Iziello, I think, mm-hmm. from TV Line. Have you ever read his stuff? Okay. Um, he's pretty reliable. About- he's an ex-EW okay. employee. <laughs> and he reported that there were, you know, a troubled production, that there were budget, um, way over budget, that there were a lot of just uh, personnel problems. That there were, and this is the this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Lots of creative differences, which yeah, could mean absolutely anything. Yeah, the blanket statement. The thing he report, and again, I'm reporting what he said. He is reliable, but that they turned in the pilot. The mm-hmm. execs didn't like it. They said go back and change some stuff. Uh, they went back and changed some stuff. Showed it again. Still didn't like it. And we we're like, <laughs> I cancel. Yikes. Oh, no. Which, I mean, it does happen. Yeah. Like, shows yeah, get, yeah. pilots get not picked up a lot. <laughs> it is yeah. a reality of Hollywood. But there's just so much buzz around this one. Yeah. So do you think the show is just, like, done for good? Or is there the... Because it seems weird to have, like, a Game of Thrones show that's not, like, seated at, like, HBO or, like, HBO Max. Oh, I mean, so, I don't think there's any way it could go anywhere you think, else. Oh, so it, it, it still could. Pretty sure HBO is an army of lawyers who made sure that they're the only ones who get yeah. to publish anything <laughs> so, involving So at Game this rate, then it, it's pretty much like a yeah. done deal. Oh. I mean, I think it's, I mean, again, like, like there are lots of pilots in, mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And, you know, the, the, the shows that we see, so many more pilots get made that we just never see. Like George oh, yeah. R. R. Martin worked in TV for a long time, and he had lots of stories about, like, I worked on this pilot and that pilot. I love the voice. Dan. And just, they, they, they never went. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's not uncommon at all 
but it's just there was there's so much anticipation for this one right right this one was definitely different well i i do hope here's a question for you and and for everyone out there uh do we hope or do we think that hbo like did this like rushed into this just to be ameliorative like if okay we're we're gonna announce this thing is canceled people are gonna be mad which Mm -hmm. they were yeah i mean you know sad mad heartbroken and then they're like we have to give them something good let's just order an episode of the series It makes me wonder because I know they they like rolled out all these other HBO announcements, HBO Max stuff. So I I would love for it to be like, oh, we just put it out there because we were going to announce all this stuff anyway. But God, it was with HBO Max too. It yeah. was on the same day. Yeah, yeah. So I I and again because I was away and I only had like so much time to like check my phone in between like all these things I was doing. I was it, it just kind of all like melded together for me. So I thought it all just like unrolled in one big package. You're like, hey, this is canceled and this is coming. But so you're telling me it was kind of like spaced out in a way between the announcements? It was more no, um, because they canceled it. They okay. canceled the show and then they had the giant HBO Max rollout. Right. And they're like, HBO Max, by the way, doesn't look that bad. It looks pretty I mean, if you get all of HBO stuff, yeah. You get tons of uh I'm not gonna read what they you know, it's they have a giant chest of content. Yeah, it's it's huge. Got good classic movies. They got like popular things like Doctor Who will be on there. All the studio. Ge- I love um, Princess Mononoke and Spirited Away. Oh, yes. All the all the media's movies. Oh, they'll be on there man. exclusively. All of South Park. Yeah. Kind of their Simpsons yeah. killer. Like Friends. They have stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the announcement of the new Game of Thrones show was like, and one more thing. We're having it, so it was planned. I guess they couldn't yeah, have like depended on yeah. their end. It it helps to to douse the fire to put mm-hmm. that out for sure. The timing was fortunate, though. If anything, <laughs> exactly. They're streaming all the um, CW stuff, like Riverdale and all this wow. stuff. They have like all these old Adult Swim shows, like you know Samurai Jack. They have Matrix movies. They have the Lord of the Rings movies, which is weird because Amazon's making that show. Yeah, well, like they're coming for it. Um, We'll see if it works. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a pretty huge catalog. It's it's not exciting me. And and half of the thing is like something like South Park, which is on Hulu right now. I mean, so unless for these, now. these, right, it's like for now, but uh, it for me, it's starting to get to be a little bit too much to keep up with. Oh, totally. I think yeah. it's going to be a problem for a bunch of these. Um, but, you know, they're, yeah. they're definitely giving it a good swing. Yeah. We'll yeah, see if that's it works. For sure. um, okay. Any, any other thoughts you guys have See, or you have about... Julie says, seems like a lot of trouble to go through. Do they really worry about what one group of fans think or feel? feel? That's a good... Mm. Well, I mean, it, that, that's we're going to get off track here a little bit. But I think like <laughs> the politics of kind of reaction management mm-hmm. are now a part like... like the, I think you're right, Julie. Like Twitter, like what people are raging about on Twitter doesn't really affect anybody's bottom line. Yeah. But like the press does pick it up. A narrative does get going. There was a Twitter thread on Sunday night about, like, Tiff Benioff and Dan Weiss, the showrunners of Game of Thrones, gave, like, mm-hmm. this panel discussion at the Austin Film Festival. And they talked about, like, you know, their experience with the show, the mistakes they made early on. Like, it's pretty famous that their pilot, original pilot was, they didn't really, you know, they were brand new to Hollywood and know what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and there was this Twitter thread that wildly <laughs> misrepresented what they were saying. Eesh. And just, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and people picked it up. 
Like they were outlets going like, they're idiots, I know anything about what they're doing. And then the actual audio came out and you hear what they're saying and you're like, oh, that thing they said about like, enjoying to write the characters was perfectly normal and wasn't an admission of utter incompetence. Like just like a a, a small example. Uh Like the Twitter thread said something like, um, they admitted they didn't know anything about the characters and had to learn as they went. Yeah. And, you know, that's this person is really. It's like, come on, them. that really. Just and then you hear it and they're saying like, you know, um, we were writing the first season and we were writing ec- more scenes with the characters and we got to know the characters better as we wrote them, which is mm-hmm. like. Yes. Like completely. Taken yeah. Context, right. That one makes sense. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> and like the whole thing was like that. But it, it gets rolling. You know, even the Internet yeah. average machine works. It, it takes on this life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think companies do think about that now, maybe even if they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And um, I think, though, the response to it, it depends on what it is. Like, mm-hmm. if, if it's the nature of, like, changing a show, they're like, well, you know, if you didn't like what happened in this TV show or this movie, it's too bad because we've already, like, had right. this plan down. And it's already filmed for the next couple of episodes. Um, <laughs> but, like, with, like, damage control sort of things, like, hey, we can announce this thing. We can also announce that thing. Probably more for marketing and publicity or whatever they right. have to do just to save their butts. <laughs> I mean, in this case, the narrative did work because yeah. they announced this new show. Suddenly nobody was talking about Blood Moon yeah. or the thread or the fact that everybody from Dan Weiss were um, uh, no longer working on a Star Wars trilogy yeah. <laughs> as was originally planned. Yeah. By the way, Christian Hanna, really good question. Very curious as to why they selected a series idea to sign for a pilot. Just another idea straight to 10 episodes. I'm curious about that, too. Why this one merited, like, or give it 10 episodes straight out mm-hmm. of the gate. I mean, I just, again, and by the way, this is all, like, developing. Like, I just read George R. R. Martin's comments on it. Apparently, he pitched this idea, like, back in 2016 to them. Oh, wow. And, like, so it's been in the works for a while. Maybe it was already along. Um, we'll probably won't know the full story for, for quite a bit. Yeah. Whew. Okay. But. <laughs> You're ready to take a breather. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, at this point, almost a sidebar that yeah. Benioff and Weiss no, lo- no longer making the yeah. Star Wars trilogy. I mean, looking back on it, I've heard like chatter online. Like they probably knew this for a while. Just they weren't, didn't want to announce mm. it for a while. Cause like they, 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 they got a giant Netflix deal yeah. for like $200 million or yeah. something. And you know, Lucasfilm is kind of known at this point for <laughs> firing potential Star Wars directors. <laughs> How many does that make now? Oh, I there's like Colin Trevorrow, yeah, and uh, the Lego Movie guys from Solo. That's right, Lord uh, and Miller. Lord and Miller. Now Benioff. Yeah. Well, they got voted off the island. Like, they, so. they do not have a, a great retention <laughs> rate over there at Lucasfilm. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I, I, I Rian didn't even Johnson think about is like that. kind of on the bubble now too. They're talking about. Yeah, well, with like his new series or new because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be so the. D and D series or Star Wars whatever, and then also the Johnson stuff. Yeah, which is just like to me that it, it is sounds just a, like a lot. It, yeah, to me that was like kind of overkill. I think it was. What I'm guessing is is that they had this giant Star Wars plan, mm-hmm. and then I, I think that they even said like after Solo, kind of like whatever they were like. Yeah. We need to rethink this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. not a good idea to inundate people forever and ever with Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bob uh, Iger admitted that himself, mm-hmm. that it was just like, you know, bad plan, too much, too fast. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, I feel like we will need a rest 
from the Star Wars. Like, they want it in the saga, and I'm like, good, let it end. As much yeah, as I love it. I completely agree. Uh, but then to be like, oh, and now we're going to throw you some more stuff. It's like, no, please, just let me be. <laughs> just let me live a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> let me live, Disney. Like, like, I can understand the show. Let shows. me go watch your Star Wars TV shows for yeah, a while. Yeah, please. I'll watch the shows. But I think the movies... I think it's time to to stop and take a break. Just I hope you're kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, again, th- this is just the politics of reaction management because mm-hmm. like, I-, I think what we're talking about sounds really reasonable to me. Like, yeah, they're trying to cut down. So they're not going to have two new Star Wars trilogies in the next five yeah. years. But it gets mixed up with this like residual bitterness about the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then these two become like these symbols online. And and Julie was just saying that like, we got, let's move on. Right. Right. That's not what the internet does. No. (laughs) It's not what the internet internet will hold a grudge (laughs) for dear life. But again, it it, it can work for or against you. I think even though there was a bad narrative going, Mm -hmm. you announced house of the dragon with a side order of egg rolls. And suddenly Sorry, bad joke. Um, and then they changed the narrative pretty successfully. Yeah. Not everyone's excited yeah. about it. Yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's like the internet will hold a grudge, but if you can change its attention, uh-huh. like, you know, a, a cat and a laser pointer, like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and like, ooh, something shiny, something else new for me to talk about. And then it's like, bam, all that old stuff is like down the toilet. I completely yeah. agree. I love the analogy, too. Yeah, this is the world we live in. There's a <laughs> meme we can do now, just like cat chase, and we just put the word Twitter over yeah. the cat and a laser pointer with a new <laughs> announcement. Someone make that if you're watching. Please. Okay. So do you have any other thoughts? Anybody out there have any other thoughts on dance? Uh, House of the Dragon? Yeah. Um, Blood Moon yeah. Cancellation. Benioff and Weiss. Fun time drama. Because we are going to try to sneak in some other stuff, but this was a heavy Game yeah, of Thrones week. Yeah, it was week. really heavy. It felt like the show was back on, <laughs> like with the, with the number of news was coming in. It's like, oh, wow, how much do I have to cover? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, to me, like I said, it was just a shock to be like, I'm gone. You know, don't burn the house down while I'm away, and the house burns down <laughs> while I'm away. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> and as Harold Tate says, more Targaryen stories after trashing the last Targaryen heir, really. I have heard that take to like, maybe this is like their way of trying to apologize for the way Daenerys' story Aww, ended. Maybe. No, I don't, I don't know if they can make up for that. Ever heard anything about a possible Dragonlance movie series? I'm not sure what Dragonlance is. Nope. <laughs> but I will learn. We, we will investigate. <laughs> okay. For our last, like, leg yeah. of the journey, um, I thought we would, before it's too late and mm-hmm. fall is over, yeah. <laughs> do a little fall preview of, because, I mean, we're talking about Game of Thrones here, but there are some good shows coming out yeah. in the near future yeah. and that are already out right now. I've been watching Watchmen's been in really good press. Oh, I'm enjoying good, it. good, good. It's interesting. It's, like, it's not boring. Okay. Like, I'm a little afraid it might go off the rails at any second. It's that kind of show. <laughs> Just, like, it's playing with some dangerous material, but it's definitely... Engaging. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of good reviews for that so far. Yeah. Um, the Walking Dead is out. Not only watching that, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> and there are some new shows right around the corner. So I thought we could just kind of name a few that are coming up uh-huh. and rate our excitement on a scale of one to ten, red to black, okay. whatever you want. Okay. Okay. So November 3rd, this Sunday, wow. I'm personally quite excited about HBO, His Dark Materials, the adaptation of yes. the book series of the same name by Philip Pullman. I would give this a nine because I've read the books. Uh-huh. I love the book. I think they're very 
interesting kind of like kind of like chill fantasy epic mm-hmm. like it, it's definitely got a british feel to it where it's not like Game of Thrones is very bombastic and bloody blah, 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 yeah. blah. this is like a more a more relaxed contemplative right fantasy saga right. but still it has like an epic scope yeah and i think it could be a cool different sort of take it's more modern timey it's not like medievally mm-hmm. it's it looks different and interesting and there are yeah. lots of talking animals in yeah. it yeah <laughs> So I'm giving that a nine. Yeah. I think for me, I'm somewhere between like a six and a seven, maybe a six and a half. Um, Well, I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's true. Um, He is in it. And I think it'll be interesting to see him in sort of like a fantasy, to see him basically not singing or rapping. (laughs) I mean, maybe they wrote one in. He's playing a Texan. I'm giving that a little bit of a side eye. Yeah. Yeah. So. I hope he has an accent. Remember if he does? I don't. I, I know I've I've seen it and then, but whatever. Um, I yeah, I, I am interested to see him. Uh, I didn't read the book, so that's why I rated so low because I'm not. I uh, I need to to brush up on that, but it does look pretty promising. And James McAvoy as well yeah, he has my heart. So <laughs> Ruth Wilson is also really talented as a sculptor. That's right. I, lo- I love Julie's comment as usual. I don't understand Watchmen, but I'm liking it so far. Oh, that right. is a great distillation of my feelings as well. Okay. Um, yeah, Christian, I do think it is. I mean, hopefully if it goes somewhere. Uh, next, we have on November 12th, Disney mm-hmm. Plus, The Mandalorian, the first ever Star Wars series. Yeah. Put a brief clip of that, tra- yeah, of a new, yeah. brand new trailer. Just, just a short snippet. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is a shame that your people suffered. Pedro Pascal. Yes. Is not his face, is the Mandalorian. (laughs) He does talk, though, at the end of that trailer. He does. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, he has a voice. What do you think? I am definitely, for me, this is a 10 because I'm a Star Wars (laughs) fan. I'm going to watch it. My only disappointment, or is it a disappointment, is that I believe they're doing weekly releases for this. I think they. I'm not sure if it's weekly, but it's definitely not all at once. It's right, not all at once, which. I mean, to me, I'm terrible at like watching and binge watching shows anyway. <laughs> so it's like the least <laughs> you can release at once, the better. But no, no, no I, I really am. Like as far as being a Star Wars fan, it's exciting to see like, you know, one of the coolest types of characters, the bounty hunters be brought. Yeah, <laughs> be brought onto the screen and maybe they'll reference Boba Fett. Who knows? It does look made with care from what yeah. I can see. Oh, like, yeah. It looks like they're putting yeah. time and love and time obviously and love money and into money. it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm not a giant Star Wars fan, yeah. but I, it feels like they're actually trying to do something a little different with that, mm-hmm. like get a little more gritty, personable, yeah. um, slice of lifey. Yeah. And I, I like all people involved. Are they really never going to take off his helmet? Is that going to be the gimmick? Uh, I'd put it at a seven for me. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because we, well, we never saw Boba Fett's face, I believe. And Jango Fett, we learned, was the clone so we did kind of see who he was. I guess we did. I mean, so in a way, it it may maybe that's the big reveal at the end. Like <laughs> he's actually still <laughs> at the very end. Yeah. 
They'll, I feel like there'll be a twist. Oh, you know what? New York Times, I believe, said that there's going to be like a really big spoiler in the first episode. They or did like say that, yeah. Game changer for the Star Wars universe. So that'll make what it worth mean? watching. I really don't know. <laughs> what if it's like that the Emperor is alive and that's going to spoil the rise Ooh. of Skywalker? Because that's been speculated about. I'm counting down the days. I want to know. I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch yeah. that. I, I give it a seven. And finally, another show that I'm also looking forward to, The Witcher on netflix in december although they will not say the day yet i think it's, it's tomorrow they're gonna, have, they're gonna have a new trailer i'm pretty sure it's gonna be tomorrow um i've read these books the witcher books by yeah. andres sapkowski who i love by the way yeah he is this grumpy old man who's always complaining i hope he blows up <laughs> i'm sort of a celebrity no no, no like <laughs> no like it's like is that a threat in, i thought you loved in the media him. in the media okay, i get it i get it like his star <laughs> rises i'm sorry i, I get it there wasn't a threat with sapkowski uh, this show is the more the most traditional fantasy thing we got coming mm-hmm. up. It's um, you know medieval world, professional monster hunter by Henry Cavill, yeah. wayward princess but by Freya Allen. Ew. There's magic. There's elves. <laughs> there's swords. There's monsters. All the good stuff. But it, it's well done. Yeah. Um, the story and the characters are pretty rich. Oh, awesome. And uh, I think the trailers look like they're they're again putting. Things I love. Time, energy, love, and money. Yeah. Into it. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give that an eight. Ooh, I, I'm looking forward to The Witcher. Ooh. You know what? It... And I said, I, I hate to like admit this on this podcast, but mm-hmm. I'm growing to love fantasy. I feel like Game of Thrones, well, like fun. all together is a separate entity that I, I like. So it's kind of hard for me to feel like super invested out the gate in a fantasy show. Uh, sure. I will. I'll start it at a six. I can. And then that. maybe after the trailer, hopefully if that comes out tomorrow, maybe we can up it a little bit. But I think oh, for me, call. it would just have to, I would have to be more familiar with what it is and what's going on and, and all that. There is going to be a lot of it competing for our time. I mean, yeah. for me, for like, it's like a Lord of the Rings baby who like got hooked really early. I'm, yeah. I, I am, I'm, I'm, I do enjoy myself a good fantasy. I can't help it. <laughs> um, but I mean, I will tell you, I, I don't think. The ones we're getting now are going to be like slapdash kind of shot off. They look like oh, yeah. they, they, they're good. Yeah. They're fantasy and they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what a rarity. No. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, not really. Like yeah, we're having yeah. a bit of a fantasy renaissance because yeah. of Game of Thrones. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's more. This is like this year after next year, we got God, the Lord of the Rings show and the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, take it all. Take like all I said, fantasy. I'm sure there'll be a bubble eventually. But yeah, right now we're riding pretty high. Yeah. How about you guys? What? Are you excited about these things? How would you rate them on a scale of you know, turquoise to fuchsia or one to ten? <laughs> turquoise to dog. Um, I think you need to get some sleep after last oh night God. and being up all day. <laughs> I am. That tonight I have a, a, not much to do. Okay, good. Which is good. That's what I sleep. like to hear. And anyway, other stuff, we got The Crown coming up, season yeah. three. Mm-hmm. I have. Are you excited about that at all? I'm not a huge crown person either, but I think what you're going to say next, I'm excited for. Uh, we got Rick and Morty season yes. four. Oh, are, are you a Rick and Morty fan? <laughs> oh, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Okay, Cheryl's not a fan of that. <laughs> okay, we're transferring. <laughs> See, I'm a huge comedy person, so mm-hmm. like I do comedy. I watch this, okay. That's HBO Max, by the way, Rick and Morty. Is it? It's not Yeah, gonna... they got it. They snagged it. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'll, I will, I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I mean... For what it's worth, I love Justin Roiland. I think what he does is really funny and really hilarious. I think the fandom yeah. has, is sometimes a little, you know, taken uh-huh. taken 
out of hand, especially, you know, the whole sauce thing and, and Szechuan sauce. It was bad, man. <laughs> but that's not me. I think he's still funny. Oh, I agree with yeah. you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Frankly, I'm kind of happy to see that you enjoy it, too. Yeah. So we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll be excited to talk about it. Uh, we got that. The Expanse. That's an Amazon uh, sci-fi show that was a cult favorite that got canceled by sci-fi picked by Amazon. Looking forward uh, to that. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up on that and get yeah. into it. Um, Vikings, the a season of Vikings is coming up. Haven't watched it, but I know that's very popular. That's, yeah. That's actually really popular. That is just weirdly that pulls really well on Wick. Vikings. Oh, I wouldn't, wow. like think. And that's in the, that would be what season six. Yeah. The final wow. one. Wow. Uh, Watchmen's already happening. Walking Dead's already hap- mm-hmm. happening. So it's a, I think looks like a really great TV season. Frankly. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of great stuff. It's a great fall harvest. It's a great <laughs> fall harvest. And I don't think we're going to, Oh, Okay, Wheel of Oh, 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 thank you, Julie. Ooh. Wheel of Time, eight. Britannia, eight. Catherine the Great, I'm watching too. She gives it a nine. Are you enjoying that, Julie? That's a fun series. I'm, if it's I'm, a I'm, nine, I'm sure she is. Have you watched it at all? Catherine, Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great, it's, no. It started airing like two Sundays ago with Helen Mirren as Catherine the Great. It's good. Oh, then there's enough time to catch up. <laughs> are, are you like a costume drama person? Ooh. Mm. Like The Crown and Catherine the Great, all those like. See, I think his, that. <laughs> prestige historical things <laughs> i don't really go for that i think the most historical thing i got into was like downton Abbey, which that's barely historical that's like the, <laughs> <laughs> they just entered the like the someone 20s. dressed like this yeah <laughs> probably yeah so you know, i do enjoy that kind of stuff yeah so uh i'm, I'm pretty into it that's awesome and Vikings, too. I used to love Vikings, says Nicole. It went downhill after a certain thing happened. And oh, Floki's no. story. I know what you're talking about. But maybe they can... Sometimes shows get righted in the final season, in the final go. Maybe that'll happen to Vikings. We'll see. Okay. Any other comments from yeah, we've anybody? Oh, Save Lodge 49 is a great show. I've never... Is that good? I've never watched it. Lodge 49. I hear that it's a great show. I know. There's just so much to watch. Yeah, yeah. that's the only problem. And it's like... I mean, there's enough for your... Like, if you have, like, a certain niche, you'll love that stuff and you can watch it. But it's like all the other mm-hmm. stuff, even though it's great, it's just so hard to keep up with. I mean, yeah. we do this for our jobs. Yeah. And we can't keep up with everything. Yeah. It's like, please. It's impossible. It's like, will somebody stop having an idea for 10 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> On the other hand, it's an embarrassment of uh, of, of riches. So it's yeah. all good. And Nicole loves the Tudors. Another uh, great, good costume drama. Mm. Yeah. Can't argue with that. <laughs> okay. So this was an exciting episode. Yes. Lots happened. Yeah. I'm looking forward to House of the Dragon. I'm looking forward to some sleep. I'm looking forward to historic Ooh. materials. And looking forward to seeing all of you again next week on Wednesday, right here at the Winsburg Facebook page. And if you're so inclined, we're also available in podcast form on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are downloadable. So it's been a pleasure spending time with you. And we'll see you next week. Bella Morghulis, everybody. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.